We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket Can. So glad to have you on the Maggie and Perloff show on this Tuesday. A lot of conversation about Kyler Murray, unfortunately, suffers an ACL tear yesterday. It's a non-contact injury. Perloff, just the worst. He goes down. But what is redeeming about anything going on with Arizona? So... We've got that on the table for you if you'd like to weigh in. We're also workshopping some possible coaching options if Cliff Kingsbury is indeed yeah. sent packing. Who would be a good fit there beyond Sean Payton? Everyone wants Sean Payton. And speaking of, <laughs> <It's true. laughs> this one didn't get as much play last week as it should have. But Sean Payton was a guest on Tom Brady's Let's Go podcast. So we know because the Dolphins already got in trouble for the idea that Sean Payton and Tom Brady were going to team up and go to Miami together, right, Perloff? Well, the way that these two guys were talking on the podcast, I don't know if they've abandoned all hope of teaming up in the future. I'm going to play you a clip. The first voice you're going to hear is Jim Gray, who is the moderator of the podcast. The second voice will be Sean Payton, and then you'll hear Tom Brady. Your hope and, and possibly one of your dreams was to be a teammate with Tom, and uh, Tom's coming to Fox at some point, and you're leaving. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's a, a dream not Listen, only delayed but going to be denied. Who <laughs> says Tommy's coming to Fox right away? I mean, but, you know, I, this, know. I know this is his podcast, but clearly we don't want to get another team in trouble. You never know what happens in the NFL. So right. who, who knows? I, I thought I was retired. I wasn't, you know, who, who knows? So you never know what the future looks like. I mean, are they just trying not to say it without saying it? This sounds like they have not given up on the fact they might team up. You know, I don't know. That sounded like Brady speak, though. You know when Brady goes into complete BS speak? Can we hear it again? Because I, I felt like, you know, just when, the Brady part. when Brady is turning on the fake. Yeah, EJ, just the Brady part, if you can get that. When, when uh, oh, when Tom goes into. Uh... To fake Tom. <laughs> See, I didn't hear fake Tom. I hear Tom trying to be like, hey, Sean, uh, Ixnay on, you know, trying to. Like, I still, I have a locker room I have to walk into tomorrow. You're on a Fox set. Here's Brady again. 
You never know what happens in the NFL. So right. who knows? I, I thought I was retired. I wasn't, you know, who knows? So you never know what the future looks like. Yeah, yeah, no, that was fake Brady. That doesn't mean he knows. <laughs> Sounds like a... First of all, he knows exactly what the future brings. If he has a plan when Peyton's already in place, I wouldn't, I'm not necessarily reading into something. Because Tom Brady, you know how Tom Brady answers questions. That could have meant anything. That does not necessarily mean, oh, let's do it. That that could have meant anything under the sun for a guy who doesn't seem to know what he wants to well, do. I mean, it kind of seems like Sean Payton might be interested then. He said, listen, I don't yeah. like, this is Tom's podcast, and I don't want to get another team in trouble, like referencing the Miami Dolphins just lost a first-round pick. Maybe Tom was being a little hesitant because of that issue. Maybe he didn't want to get into the whole tampering Miami Dolphins Listen, thing. beyond, obviously Tom Brady, there wasn't the trust there with Bruce Arians that I think we all thought there was when they won a Super Bowl, right? Because why isn't Bruce Arians on the sideline if they really trusted each other? So that's one. He can't go back to New England. I don't care what Bill Simmons or whatever anyone says. I think this is a pipe dream for New England. But obviously he did trust Belichick and the offensive coordinators there. Who does he trust? Like, if Tom wants to keep playing... And let's just say that Kyle Shanahan says, I'm not interested, or this is not the direction we're going, or we gave up three draft picks to go get Trey Lance. Like, is there another coach right now that you think Tom Brady really trusts? Does he trust McDaniels? So you're going to take know. Derek Carr's job? He joined Bruce Arians. What what connection was there before that? Well, but we've talked about how Tampa was a great fit, right? right because right. the but defense there... and the skill position players. And then he went there with Arians, and then two years later got Arians kicked up to the front office, if you believe that story. Right, but my point about fit is Arians clearly is not a Tom Brady fit. Arians is a Ben Roethlisberger type, you know, yeah. a guy who likes to bomb the ball downfield kind of coach, but it worked worked great for in the short term. Yeah, I don't know what Tom wants. I, I think Peyton would be ideal, but I think Tom is looking for a situation. I think he'd play for a lot of guys. Do you think that he's going to be picky about the head coach? Say, for example, yeah, say Miami, say Tua did get hurt and Mike McDaniel called him. I think that he'd be thrilled, wouldn't he? Well, I mean, is that ship kind of sailed on Miami? Do you think Tom could go there now? I mean, why not? Because the the first round draft pick doesn't exist this year because they were tampering with Brady. Oh, yeah. I guess <laughs> oh, that so. small thing. Yes, well, yeah, yes, but he's going to be a free thing. agent. I, I don't know. Maybe it's water under the bridge. <laughs> I don't know. No boat, boat pun intended. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 that's just a. Salt water under the bridge. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, we're assuming that Tua is not going to keep it healthy. Uh, how about, okay, I mean, there's a lot of, obviously there's going to be options. Uh, what's the deal with the Rams? Do we know, is it going to be Baker Mayfield? <laughs> well, he's now the king of L.A. So The Rams uh, feel like the semi-retirement home for a lot of people. So <laughs> Yeah, if Matthew Stafford doesn't come back, is that yeah, where Brady ends up? If I'm Tom Brady, I would definitely hold out for a Sean Payton or a Sean McVay or somebody who I know can coach an offense. I don't even care if the team's good anymore. I just need one season where I look good after well, this season. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I think he does actually care about the coach. I think he is going to be picky about it yeah and the right team uh yeah there's a lot of options here i don't know there's just last year for example look at all the things he ran into uh if he wanted to leave he retired unretired cause a whole franchise to get in trouble in new orleans i mean i'm sorry in miami Uh, basically i i don't think that there's a lot of rhyme or reason to what's going to happen next if we try and predict now i don't think tom brady knows right now do you No, i mean he and sean payton both i think walked into their retirement things well Sean Payton to retire but stepping away from the Saints I don't know if Sean Payton had a big plan you know it just yeah, kind of seemed like the right that? time so this is interesting now on uh nola.com right you had a writer who's covered the Saints for a long long time who was talking to certain you know folks inside outside the organization and one outside the organization was an unnamed source 
who said that if it was him betting, if Sean Payton is coming back, it would just be to come back to the Saints. Maybe he just needed a year away. He obviously wants to coach. And this is the cleanest way to do it. Because if he goes anywhere else next year, Perloff, they have to trade for him with the Saints. So if you, if David Tepper in Carolina really wants Sean Payton, well, a division rival is going to hold him hostage and you're going to end up overpaying probably. Good point. Uh, yeah, I mean, also too, if Tom Brady wants to get older and more injured, where else can he go except the Saints? <laughs> because oh, <gosh>. that, <laughs> that makes Arizona's roster look young. I, I don't know. I feel like they're a disaster, too. Yeah, but with and Peyton they're capped back, out forever. Yeah, but with Peyton back, does it automatically look a little bit better? You do no. have good weapons on offense. Who? Chris Olave? You have Chris Olave, a rookie who burns out of nowhere. Who else do you have? Kamara? Kamara's 100. There's no <laughs> He's way. not Ka- 100. Kamara, if Kamara strings together 10 games next season at age 30 then I don't know anything about football because there's no way that's happening. <laughs> I'm Michael you, Thomas, say Michael Thomas. I'm not saying Michael Thomas. I'm deliberately not saying Michael Thomas because I'm not sure Michael <laughs> Thomas exists. I know, I remember a figment in my imagination that he played. And how old is, I mean, they are clearly the heart and soul of that team is Cam Jordan. He's been, there's no way he can keep this going, Kenny. How old is he? I mean, Cam's a little bit older, but Cam's going to walk into the Hall of Fame too. Let's see, so. Kamara, Alvin Kamara is now 27. Yeah. yeah. He's oh not that old. That's retirement age. Why do you think his production has <laughs> dropped forty five percent this year? Well, because a lot of factors. I think health might be one of them. But yes, because that's what happens to old running backs. And have you seen their whole offense? It stinks. No offense to Andy Dalton. Yeah, your I know. Friend. And guess what? They have no salary. Their salary cap is spent. Their key positions are getting old everywhere on that team. Now, I still would go there if I was Brady because whatever team he goes to is winning the NFC South because the <laughs> yeah. rest of the division yes. is such a mess. Tampa Bay. They're going to go to 3-14 and 14 next year if Tom's out there, aren't they? Uh, I mean, they might be, they're barely going to win six games this year. It's going to be rough. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. The idea that Brady and Sean Payton could team up and maybe it's back in New Orleans. I mean, just one of the crazy scenarios that could happen next well, year. Actually, Jarvis Landry's still an active NFL player. He's there. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you could actually vote for him in the Hall of Fame and actually watch him play simultaneously. <laughs> oh, don't do that to Jarvis Landry. He was a productive slot receiver. He is 30. So in receiver years, yeah. I know. Finished. Perloff just wants him just taken out, just behind the woodshed. No, Old no, yeller. No. <laughs> Sad. Let's go to Omar. He's in Pennsylvania. Omar, you're up here on CBS Sports Radio and CBS Sports Network. You have a thought on quarterbacks. What is it? Uh, yeah, just going back to what you guys were talking about, you know, the overpaying of the quarterbacks. Yeah. I I think that's that's huge. Um I I always thought Carson Wentz getting the deal that he got was bad. Um and it, it brings me to Lamar Jackson. I I think that's bad. I don't think he's a tier one quarterback. Tier two he did get the M V P. But I mean we should they should start Letting letting these quarterbacks show kind of what Patrick Mahomes got. I think he got his at like year three or or so, but he did get a Super Bowl. He is an MVP, so I think the Kyler Murray situation that was a little they jumped the gun on that one. Well, the agent and Kyler and Omar, thank you for the call. They were holding their feet to the fire, mm-hmm. and the organization didn't either have the desire or the stones or whatever to try to stand up to Murray because they realized that he's the centerpiece of the organization. What I was saying, if uh, you weren't listening to the first hour, what I was saying is that 
I think teams get in trouble when they pay tier two quarterbacks like they're tier one. Yeah. Nobody thinks that Kyler Murray is a tier one quarterback, yet he's paid like one. I just think he, they're four nine and he just tore his ACL. <laughs> I, honestly, I think this is an August conversation. That's when it's harder to evaluate. Right now, obviously, it looks like a mistake. Uh, by the way, oldest rosters in the NFL. Care to guess? Um, I mean, I think Tampa's probably up there because I think Brady's bringing down the numero, whole average. Numero uno. Yeah, when your quarterback's 46. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't help. No, that's not, that's not going to help anything. Yeah, number two is New Orleans, aforementioned. They're okay. the second oldest roster. And number three is the Arizona Cardinals, who I was also saying is incredibly old. <laughs> the fact that New Orleans is older than J.J. Watt and the Arizona Cardinals yeah, it's crazy. is bad. And then the Las Vegas Raiders coming in number four. Stu, your Fantastic. team. Great. <laughs> awesome. Who's old on that it check, team? It checks and out. Are they just all kind of old? Chandler Jones is is up there. Oh, right, a little. Right. You have a lot of mid thirties guys. Yeah, right. Not a lot of really young guys Crosby? either. Max Crosby's 27, 28, is, is he? he? He's like in his third or fourth year. The problem is they traded a lot of these draft picks. They had aren't with the team anymore, so they don't have a lot of those early twenties yes, guys because they whiffed. Oh, so hard. right, right. The Mike yeah. Mayak. Yeah, all, the, all those guys they drafted. The Leatherwoods and the- uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number five, interestingly enough, is the New England Patriots. That's not good either because. They're not young. Like, what are they built? They're not ready to win now or anything. I don't know where they're well, going. Well, right now, if the season ended today, they'd be in the playoffs. So thanks for nothing, Arizona Cardinals, for getting the Patriots' hopes <laughs> back up and all of their fans. I mean. Hopes to what? I don't still Be make a the, third wild card and lose again, get killed still, in the first round again? Still make the playoffs? I mean, listen, I, Belichick, this team, I don't know where they're going, but the fact that they could be a playoff team now for a second year in a row. I mean, it's more, I think it's more impressive, quite frankly, what Belichick would be doing this year than what Tom Brady is doing. Because Brady's going to get in by de facto winning the division, which you could say they don't even deserve it. They could get in with a losing record. If Belichick actually got in the wild card in the AFC, I think that's a much bigger feat this year than Brady making the playoffs. That might be so. I mean, obviously, yeah, Brady making it at 7 and 10 yeah, is like. Come on. But the uh, Patriots, though, if they're the fifth oldest roster in the league and they're 7 and 6 right now, that's. That's not a bright, bright future. That's no, not good. That's I'm not sure that's where you want to be. And it kind of feels like you're you're a two man team now. You're Judon and Uche, and just everyone else get out of the way. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what else do they have? I know Ramondre Stevenson. You were he saying was good yesterday. yesterday, but it didn't matter because they just threw in some random dudes we've never heard of before. Ran exactly like the other running backs. Rookies, just like you know, yeah, getting yeah. their first touchdowns. And uh, stuff. Uh, Harris, not who's not Damian Harris. The other Harris, for, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So honestly, I don't understand where the Patriots are going at all. No, I don't either. And to be honest, like I'm a little surprised that Mac Jones continues to do this. I get it. Matt Patricia should not be the offensive coordinator. I can see it. You can see it. We can all see it. The fans were right, okay? We were right on this one in the media. But when Tom Brady started showing up coaches and throwing tablets and screaming at Bill O'Brien and Josh McDaniels on the sideline, he already had, I don't know, four Super Bowls under his belt. Honestly, Mac Jones, like... not exactly God's gift here to quarterbacking, even though I like the guy, to be showing up your coaches like that, even if he might be in the right, isn't that a terrible look for him? He looks like a child. Yeah, I mean, Mac Jones is not for everybody, that's for sure. Listen, he's an intense guy. I don't want anyone to get it twisted. I appreciate his intensity. But, like, is that okay behavior? No, probably not. But, well, I don't know. Kyler does it. Did you have a problem with that? I thought that was a bad look for Kyler. Yeah, you're right. To be honest, I mean, I think you need to have a little bit more gravitas to be able to really show up your coaches in that way. 
I mean, waving them away, the curse, the curses. I try not to judge guys too much on what happens on the field. It's super intense. It's stressful. There's always the threat of injury. Your senses are super heightened. I get it, but I thought there's a there's also like you know you can't act like a petulant child out there yeah. too. I mean, there's always been a little smoke around McCorkle Jones that maybe maybe he's a bit of a uh, bit of a pain in the neck. He's getting a pass because everyone can't stand watching Matt Patricia's offense because it's awful. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. It's funny. Last night, Cardinals, Patriots. I'm not sure you could put a lower Q rating game up there. At least the Texans are entertainingly bad. I don't know <laughs> if there was a more boring game that you could possibly match up. Maybe. I mean, what else? Yeah, like a, a Jets game or something? I'm not sure. Like, what's worse? <laughs> I mean, it, it was a little interesting there in the middle, but then obviously the Patriots oh, pulled away. What was it? Oh, it was so not interesting. Yeah, some of the plays were interesting, but the Cardinals couldn't get out of their own way. The Cardinals are such a clown show, though. I mean, they're the they, worst. Hopkins, Can't take them seriously. Holding the ball, the fumble. I mean, maybe there was some joy in that and seeing just kind of like a car crash. Yeah, I guess so. How I mean, slow they are and old. What do you yeah. do when DeAndre Hopkins comes to the sideline and he taps himself like my bad? It's like, yeah. It's been your bad you since think, you got suspended. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're bad? Like two hands so on the ball and the guy rips it out and then runs it in for a touchdown? I mean, yes, that's yep, that's on you. I laughed. I had the same exact thought. When he tapped himself and said, my bad, I was laughing so hard because I'm like, that is a situation where everyone knows who's bad it was. <laughs> you don't have to tap When there's yourself. some question ambiguity about who's bad it was, <laughs> yeah. then you say, my bad. <laughs> Or if you run the wrong route, you say, my bad. Yeah, or my if the bad, ball, that's on me. It, a ball goes off, you tip it, it's a high pass, and it's intercepted. My bad. Not that one. No. We knew it's your bad. <laughs> you, me, my grandmother, everyone knew it was your bad. This was not in... We knew where to put the blame. Do they at least have their draft pick? Is there something good coming out of this? Yeah, they pick... Um, I just looked it up. They pick sixth, I believe, right okay. now. If uh, the so season ended today. Yeah, sixth. It's not like a Denver Broncos situation where all is lost and you're losing for no particular reason at no. all. You get the sixth overall pick, but you're not taking a quarterback. 855-212-4CBS. Mm, but you get a high pick. I don't know. You had uh, Josh Rosen sitting there at number 10, and you took number one, Kyler Murray. Well, I mean... <laughs> and they and they basically <laughs> told Josh Rosen, would you like us to call you an Uber? Yeah, I know. Or would you like to find your own way home? And if there's a new coach in GM, just like last time. Oh, maybe a little different. Well, Kyle, if Kyler doesn't play next year, then you get two more. Yeah. This is a very good question for our next guest. Uh, coming up, we will talk about the one playoff team that no one is talking about. Also, this Kyler Murray situation. Will Brinson was our one of our absolute favorites. CBS Sports NFL writer, co-host of the Pick 6 podcast. He will join us next. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the Maggie and Perloff show. Oh my gosh, we just had the most bizarre argument about the NBA award names, which we'll save for later. We have a lot of important football. I think to I'm to. 100% right about this, but okay. we'll have to save it for another No, time. no, no. We, sh- we shouldn't save it because our next guest, Will Brinson, CBS Sports NFL writer, co-host of the Pick 6 podcast, which I listen to regularly, will have a strong opinion on this. Will, how are you doing? What's up, guys? How you doing? You got to hear Maggie's idea for the six-man <laughs> NBA award. I know you, yes, you're an Will, NBA enthusiast. <laughs> Will, you're great at this kind of stuff. Maggie, pitch it to him right now. All right. All By I way, was... when, you, when you mentioned the awards thing and you were like, we got to get to NFL, I was, I was about to be upset and go back to the awards. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, obviously, we're not going to waste a lot of your time with this. We want to talk NFL with you, Will. But all I said to Perloff was they created now – they, they added names to all these awards, right? Michael Jordan yeah. is now going to be the MVP award. Will Chamberlain's the Rookie of the Year, et cetera, et cetera. They named the Sixth Man of the Year award for John Havlicek. Now, the Sixth Man of the Year only started in 1983. And the person yeah. who's won that award more than anyone else is Lou Williams. Why not name it the Lou Williams Award? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't hate it. I don't disagree with it. Um, it but... It, it feels like if I were the sixth man of the year award, if I, if I were an NBA player and I was won the sixth man of the year award, they're like, congratulations, <laughs> here's your Lou Williams trophy. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it might, like, it, like maybe like we need to wait like 10, 15, 20 years and rename it the yeah. Lou Williams trophy. Like once, you know, once, because I, I feel like that would sort of, that would make me feel like I was like, it's like less than a six man. Let me read you no, some names. They give it to you yeah. at Magic City with yeah. the wings yeah. and lose there. This is, I'm telling you, this is a million dollar idea. But sure, go with Havlicek. Sure. Well, let me read some names Michael Jordan, Akeem, Will Chamberlain, John Havlicek, George Mike, and Lou Williams, Jerry West. Which name does not fit into that list? <laughs> That's your opinion. I mean, we could also go with the, we could go with the Jamal Crawford Award. Yeah. I think that Jamal would deserve a little love on this one. Oh, man. See what I have to deal with every day, Will. <laughs> That's yeah, I mean, I mean, she's not wrong. Like it does, it does. It's a little more like creative, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. No. That, like, I think that the NBA players would feel like it was like you're being slapped in the face. Like best bench player award is, is it becomes even more of like the best bench player. Whereas, like when you get the Havlicek award, you feel like all right, like I'm instant offense. I know, but, Lou, I know Lou was that too, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, the, the logic is wrong because. Basically, because the award wasn't there when John Havlicek was there. The Walter Payton Man of the Year award wasn't there when Walter Payton was there. You name awards after older players. Okay, I'm just saying that maybe we could make this a little bit more contemporary and honor somebody like Lou Williams, who fills a very specific role. Okay, let's get to football with you. Um, we're having a conversation. Long Man of the Year award, right? Like, I mean, it would that would actually work pretty well. I think. I think Lou Williams could also win the Man of the Year award. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Okay, so let's talk about. 
the game we saw last night. Unfortunately, Kyler Murray gets hurt, Will, just a couple plays into the game. Can you give us, like, one good thing about the Arizona Cardinals right now? And this is a real challenge. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's not an easy one. I will say that, uh, oh, boy, um, <laughs> that everyone might not get fired because Kyler got hurt. Is that, that, that feels like the nicest thing I could say right now. I know. Wow. Does you, that actually is that help them or hurt them though? Because I could argue well, I, I mean, some I, of these guys need I, to get well, fired. Yeah. So I think here's. The, I mean, here's the thing: is like, I mean, this offseason, Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury, and Kyler Murray all got contract extensions, and you know there are several franchises in the NFL that are less likely to um, fire coaches and fire executives and and, and burn up uh, non-salary cap cash because of their frugality. And the Cardinals are one of them. And I think the same thing applies to Josh McDaniels and the, and the Raiders right now. Like, they're not going to can him and Dave Ziegler after one year because that would be really expensive and, and they don't want to waste that cash. Um, I think that the fact that Kyler now has had, what he has had an ankle and uh, he said, I mean, obviously the ACL, he's had, he's had three different injuries that have really played, or the hamstring too, um, that have really played in the season. I think there's a decent chance that we end up seeing a narrative kind of emerge in Arizona where it's like, Tyler's been so hurt all year. This is kind of a cursed season. We've got a chance to really, uh, you know, you know, like try and reset this off, not reset this offseason, but like, you know, regroup this offseason, get the same guys together and try and go win. The other problem is you fire Cliff Kingsbury and you got to pay him all this money what, not to not coach. And then you have to go find somebody to, to take his job and they don't know when Kyler Murray's going to be playing. So I'm not sure who the candidate would be to, to take the Arizona job if you thought that Kyler Murray might not be back until October. I mean, that's a pretty dicey proposition. And even if you're guaranteed X number of years, when you see Kingsbury, you know, Steve Wilkes fired after one year. Kingsbury, you know, in this hypothetical, fired what, you know, this year after signing his contract extension. So I tend to think that this injury might actually be a life raft for Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, I don't think both guys are getting fired either way. It's just too much money to burn. Yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point. Who's going to want this job? We keep talking about where Sean Payton wants to go. Earlier today, we played a clip from Tom Brady's podcast where Sean Payton and Tom Brady were talking about teaming up again. Where well, do you kind s- of implying. Implying. Well, but no, they were, exactly. We're directly talking about it. Where do you see Tom Brady's future? Do you think there's any chance him and Payton find a place? Do you think he'll retire? What's next for Tom? I mean, so, the, the, you know, people keep pointing, you know, people will keep pointing to the Dolphins because, you know, uh, Stephen Ross is a, a Michigan alum, obviously loves Tom Brady. You know, they were clearly the NFL, you know, he got suspended for, you know, for trying to get Tom Brady and Sean Payton there. I just don't know that, you know, you're going to see after the season two, it's about Lois had, and, and I, I know the last two games have not been great, but he's had, he, he was before the San Francisco game, he was five to one to win the MVP. He was like the third favorite. And Mike McDaniel clearly likes him as a player, likes him, loves him as a person. They've had success combining those factors. I, I don't feel like that's a fit given his con- where he is in his contract. And just like, like, it would be weird to bring in Tom Brady after the success the Dolphins have had this year. Um, San Francisco, though, is kind of interesting. You know, Trey Lance, uh, we don't know what his status is going to be. Uh, you know, he, he's you know, it's kind of deep into that, you know, sort of deep into his own tenure as a, as a young player without really playing at all. And Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, you know, who knows how he's going to recover and, and whether he's going to be, you know, he's a free agent after this year. So the, the 49ers quarterback situation very much up in, up in the air. Uh, Tom Brady, I think that's a possible landing spot. And then, of course, 
you know, the, the, there's a lot of rumors, and I think it's mostly mostly speculation, less rumors, you know, being bandied about about a return to New England. You heard Bill Simmons say it on the, the Manning cast last night. I, I mean, that, I, I mean, I, I get it from like a wow, that would be an amazing story, and yes, maybe New England needs some. You know, but like, what do you do? You trade back? Do you just let, let make him sit for a year while Tom Brady plays? Are Belichick and Brady, you know, would that work? Would they would they exist together? Would this have to be a Robert Kraft overrules him thing? And like, who? This just seems way too complicated to me. It's the, the easiest landing spot, I think, is San Francisco, but. Yeah, the quarterback carousel could obviously, you know, alter things this offseason, depending on what happens in various spots. Will Brinson is our guest. Will, you saw how Mac Jones, Mac Jones was waving off Matt Patricia and cursing at him. Tom Brady would karate kick Matt Patricia. Like that, <laughs> there's no way that it, that the two that that could happen. Oh, where do you fall on uh, San Francisco 49ers with Brock Purdy? Do you still see them as a Super Bowl contender because of their defense? Yeah, I think so. I mean. Like, don't get me wrong. If, you know, the a rookie quarterbacks never won the Super Bowl. It's pretty unlikely that the last guy drafted in the draft would win the Super Bowl. Although, you know, that's the latest a rookie quarterback has ever been drafted to beat Tom Brady. And obviously, the latest you could be drafted. And also, <laughs> the only time somebody who is a rookie who is drafted in the in, after Tom Brady's draft spot has beaten Tom Brady in a, in a start. So, I mean, like, maybe this guy's just got the juice. I don't know. He, you know, I think you look at Kyle Shanahan's system, and it's designed to make quarterbacks. If you are a quarterback who can make quick decisions, quick, smart decisions, or make good decisions and make them quickly, I guess is the best way to put it, you can thrive in that system because he's going to get guys open. He's not going to make it difficult for the – he's not going to make you make difficult throws. But if, if – yeah, unless unless you're like working outside of the system and you add Christian McCaffrey in there, that's such a huge save for them now because of Debo Samuel's injury. McCaffrey, you know, they're six and one I think since he joined, and you still have Brandon Ayuk, you still have George Kittle, you have all these players, talented offensive line, an elite defense. Yeah, I mean, I think in the NFC, it's entirely possible because you know you have Philadelphia who you know is a great great team I think San Francisco could hang with them I don't think they'd be favored anymore on a neutral field as they would have been with Jimmy G but they're not going to be huge dogs and it you know basically comes down to do you think that Brock Purdy could go in and like you know beat the Chiefs or the Bills or the Bengals or the Super Bowl I don't I don't think he'd be favored in those either but with that defense and and Kyle Shanahan calling plays it's not impossible I mean it's very unlikely I've got a 15 to 1 Niners Super Bowl future you know I wouldn't they wouldn't I'm not going to set a ticket on fire. I might trade it in <laughs> yeah. for a better price. When did you get before Jimmy G got hurt? Obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before, yeah, uh, yeah. The, they dropped down to like nine to one uh, the week after, and then the, Jimmy G got hurt, and they didn't move above ten to one. Like <laughs> <laughs> they down to nine to one. So. By the way, well, there could be somebody drafted later than Brock Purdy. When did the NFL cut down to seven rounds? Is there any? Probably not. Is there <laughs> anyone in the is league that, who was taken in the eight? That was that a long time ago. Yeah, I, so that was a long. I time have ago. no idea. <laughs> like a eleventh um, round yeah, quarterback. Can you, imagine, can you imagine covering like a seventeen round? Oh yeah. Draft? No. No. Oh my god. Well, it was twelve for a long time. I've just been googling yeah. this. So, uh, okay, we have a long running debate here about the bottom of the AFC playoff field. Yes. Do you see any of these teams as dangerous in the AFC playoffs? Will the New York Jets? I, the Miami Dolphins, the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Dangerous I mean, think, to make a run like the Bengals yeah, have last I mean, year. I, think it's, I mean, I think the, you know, a couple of, you know, the, the, to me, the, the Jets are not extremely dangerous. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to dog on the Jets, but I mean, 
they're a lot less likely to make a deep run. I think they're sort of both the Jets and the Giants have been sort of playing above their skis or ahead of their skis, out in front of their skis, excuse me, a little bit this season. Giants certainly coming back to earth. And the Jets, you know, the quarterback situation, even as good as fun as Mike White has been, you know, it just makes, they have too many young pieces, I think, to, to be a, an actual team to, you know, to move through the playoffs. The, the Dolphins and the Chargers, though, I mean, the Chargers in particular, they, you know, if they still have Rashawn Slater, that'd be a huge ad. But you saw on Sunday night what they look like with the full complement of weapons. I actually, like, I mean, I, I literally just talked to Austin Eckler, like, b- like right before I got on with y'all. He, he was doing a podcast thing. But um, yeah, he said, because I, I, I asked him, I was like, dude, do you guys feel like you know, this is a team that can get hot at the right time? And he, he agreed. I mean, he was like, the vibe around the Chargers – you know, yeah, he's like we're we're always in these close games. It only takes sixty minutes, but you know everybody's healthy now. They're starting to sort of play well. You see what they can look like on offense, and you get Derwin James and Joey Bosa back, and all of a sudden that defense can cook too. I think the Chargers are are very dangerous. The coaching aspect of them is concerning, both with Joe Lombardi's play calls and then Brandon Staley. You know, we've seen mixed bag results from him, uh, but I mean, I think Herbert's just so talented. They have so many weapons that it wouldn't shock me if they were a team that just got hot. Uh, but yeah, you know, look, the end of the day, I mean, you're talking about the top of this, you know, top of this conference. Chiefs, Bills, Bengals are right there too. And, and if Lamar comes back and gets healthy, the Ravens are a big, big problem. So it's to me, the AFC is much more difficult mm. to navigate as a back end team than the NFC. Interesting. Uh, anyone out there who does not listen to the Pick 6 podcast, what are you doing? Will Brinson hosts some of our favorite characters on there. Will's best friend, Brady Quinn, is on there. It, it's great. <laughs> now, also, if it comes draft time and you are curious about any North Carolina State draft prospects, That's right. just whatever Will says, drop them down two rounds from that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, and by the way, like, there's nothing to fear with your quarterback transferring. That's never heard NC State before. They always make the no, right decision. No, you're wrong. Yeah, you go to, I hope he goes to Wisconsin and went to Rose Bowl. Yeah. And then, uh, so, uh, hey, I was right about Donovan Knight, though. Hey, there you Donovan go. Knight? Yeah, yeah, bam, from the yeah. Jets. Yeah. Right. Devin oh, Leary, Notre Dame, Oregon, Will, this is this has bad idea written all over it. This could <laughs> be bad for NC State. State has, if he said it's a play Notre Dame this year, Perloff, if he goes to Notre Dame, there will be some some high anxiety levels and an already high anxiety riddled <laughs> uh, football program. <laughs> well, I hope so. I enjoy hearing you talk about NC State. Will, we really appreciate the time. I'm sorry, can I just yeah. bring this yeah. all full circle just yeah. for one second? And just one more thing for Lou Williams' candidacy oh, no. to be what? made for the sixth man of the year. I point you to an article from the Philadelphia Daily News from 2011, mm. the time that Lou Williams was almost carjacked on Christmas Eve. The gunman recognized him, praised him for his work in the community, and this all ended with Lou Williams treating him to McDonald's and giving him money and thwarting this carjacking. This is a man wow. who needs an award named after him. That's that is uh, that is that is uh, I mean that's hard it's hard to beat. It's you know, a Christmas movie. Right there. Lou Williams is a Christmas movie that somehow ends at Magic City. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Will, thank you so much, and I appreciate you supporting me for Lou Williams Six Man of the Year trophy. <laughs> Anytime, Maggie. There you go. <laughs> See you guys. Bye bye. Oh, that was when God. Lou played for the 76ers. Hey, what what awards you get? Oh, I got the uh, Tim Duncan, Akeem Olajuwon, something or other. Oh, I got Jordan. I got Havlicek. Who'd you get? Oh, Lou Williams. <laughs> the sixth oh, man of the year. Do you know I that guy the stopped Williams. the carjacking one time? Yeah. I First of all, I, I've seen Lou Williams play many games for the Sixers. And yeah, that was not an unparalleled success there. Let's just put it that way.
Honestly, I love your enthusiasm about this, but John Havlicek's a great name for this. He was I the greatest six man ever to play. He was, I understand. He was unbelievable. Havlicek stole the ball. I know, but did he ever thwart a carjacker where, according to Williams, the would-be robber said, he's a Lou Williams fan, so he didn't rob me. How about that? I don't think John Havlicek also, has also that. Also, did Havlicek ever have two girlfriends at the same time? Because that's I the mean, big <laughs> thing for Lou Williams but as well. He's famous for that. Is it possible they gave it to Havlicek because sure. they didn't want to get involved in the whole Jamal Crawford versus Lou Williams debate? Because if you give it to Lou Williams and not Jamal Crawford, then well, you're stepping on a lot of toes. I've got an easy. Lou Williams won it three times. Jamal Crawford won it twice. Boom. There's as great, easy as that. I saw a great I mean, Jamal Crawford. I was going to say J.R. Smith. Thing. <laughs> uh, There's a great uh, Jamal Crawford tweeted today. <laughs> uh, somebody put out the question, what old-timey NBA player would fit in today's game? And Jamal Crawford said, me. <laughs> 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 because he's both. <laughs> old-timey. Yeah, I mean, wait, is Jamal ago. Crawford still playing? No. No. He's close. I think he played last year. Or two years ago. He played in the bubble. I think the, the Nets like signed him at the very end, I think. They were all they had <laughs> a bunch awesome. of guys hurt and guys not showing awesome. up. Yeah, twenty twenty with the Nets was his last NBA appearance. There you go. Wow. Uh didn't he, get the award though. He ceded his ground to Lou Williams. Actors look at us like we're crazy. Like, what are you talking if about? We, if we were going, if we were naming awards after every guy who had two girlfriends at the same time, I mean EJ, we really we, we can't be too, That's you know, fair. judicious here. Okay, coming up. The latest person to hit the transfer portal. We got that for you. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. So glad to have you. Um, Got to get to the transfer portal in just one moment. But I have a question because... It's a holiday thing, and I didn't realize that maybe I was being a little bit lame. Uh, so my in-laws do this thing, Perloff, where we basically tell each other what we want mm-hmm. for Christmas. And then, like, even with links and stuff, like, there's really not a lot of mystery. You're welcome to, like, go off script, and you can freelance and play a little jazz if you want to. But there's links straight up, this is what I want. I don't know if this is what a lot. Wait, so it's like a one side of the family. My, my family doesn't do this. My husband's family does. Wait, they put out like a, a, like list, a list of links. Yeah, that's like a wedding registry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weeks. <laughs> well, they just take some <laughs> of the guessing out of it. I don't think they're the only ones who do this. I was a little surprised. I think they my are. family, my family's never. not like that. You can't just put out a, a page of links and say, "Get me this." That's so impersonal. Why well, not? <laughs> yeah, I see, I, I think I, Stu's family. Have you might ever do heard this of that? Too. Well, 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 when we do a Secret Santa and my group of friends, we that's how we do it. Now, I have not put anything on my list because I've been too busy, and I kind of want to see them, you know, show some effort. Show some creativity. But the person bit. that I got picked for Santa, Secret Santa, I, they list. had a list, so I just bought whatever they wanted. 
I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I think some people love this. It takes some of the guesswork out of it. And then you get something you actually want as opposed to, oh, thanks so much for the sweater. Ugh. You know? <laughs> I hear you. But I feel like you, you do it more subtly. You don't just have like, yes, eventually you say, get me this. But you don't just put out a no, list of links. It's so impersonal. It's like with sizes and links and like, I want yeah. this sweatshirt and yep. I want this I do the same thing. Yeah, okay. my girlfriend started it and I've carried it on. And so we both know what we want and we're happy when we get it. <laughs> It's awesome. My husband and I stopped buying gifts for each other long, long, long ago. But <laughs> do you, young wait, wait, wait. love? I love it. You don't get. You guys don't get each other. No, we haven't gotten each other stuff in so long. Because what we do is we put it. Uh, any money we'd spend on that, we just put joint towards like vacations and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway. Your husband sounds like a real romantic. <laughs> well, he, he does Valentine's Day, birthdays we do. Oh, okay. But just like this holiday, we don't we do not do it. So anyway, oh, not all presents. Not just all presents, Christmas. just okay. Christmas and, you know, whatever. So on our list this year, really need a dust buster. Put it on the list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My sister-in-law is like, you know you've reached real stage of your life when you put the dust buster on. It's like... And I'm super ecstatic. Actually, we could use two dustbusters. If you want to get it and someone else wants to get us two, we have an upstairs dustbuster and a downstairs one. We could use it both. Am I lame for putting a dustbuster on yes, our list? Yes, you are lame because you should ask for a cordless vacuum, except that you know the nice ones are super expensive. I can't ask for like a $400 vacuum. That's not the, in the spirit If you of want it. a real good cordless, because I've, I've looked into cordless vacuum. It's the dream to me to have a cordless vacuum. Oh, like a Roomba? No, like a real nice high-end cordless vacuum. They're like 1000 yeah, no, we have a vacuum, but it went kaput. And I'm like, you know what? We basically just use the dust buster more than anything. I'm, this isn't about me. Yeah, the question are... is, is the dust buster an okay thing to ask for? Because quite frankly, I'm psyched about getting it. And I know it's a slam dunk because we gave him the link. Why did you put in the cord? No, you should upgrade. Get the cordless. It's like a nicer <laughs> dust buster. $1,000 gift for a while. Well, dust busters are not that cheap either now. They're over 100 aren't they? Uh, it's like not even 100 Okay. You can get them for like yeah, 65 what, bucks. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to tell you, that when I had kids that were your age, a dust buster for the car was everything. Uh, so many crumbs. My but life I, is crumbs. I have a three-year-old. But you have no idea how many times you're going to have that thing in the car and realize that you had not charged it. <laughs> it's, it's not just for the car. <laughs> the couch, the kitchen, everything. Yeah, All no, right, sounds maybe good. it's me. I thought this was a great gift. I'm so excited about it. I have a coffee maker on my list because I need a coffee maker. So That's awesome. A couple of years Gotta ago, I asked it. for an electric toothbrush. I didn't think that was weird. It was great. Uh, <laughs> we have a, it. We have a bookshelf on our list. We have the most like lame presents. That's all. That's what your parents, at a certain age, your parents start getting you functional things for the house. A rug. <laughs> I love a rug. Oh, I mean, definitely. You want to hear a story about giving somebody an appliance who wasn't ready for it? Uh -oh. My girlfriend once gave oh, no. uh, my friend for that Secret Santa. He yeah. gave him uh, uh, a a um, a coffee maker or like a a press, you know, like something you do oh, like for a French it. press. Yeah, yeah. And instead of doing what they were supposed to do, they decided to make it like oh, it was a waffle press. And instead of making waffles, they made burgers. Ooh. Oh, I thought you meant like a French press. No, okay. like, a, like a waffle maker, so to speak. Oh, they, okay. like, they treated it like a George Foreman grill? <laughs> they treated it like, oh, treat like a George Foreman grill. And it was terrible because my friend was like, isn't it so great? I'm going to tell your girlfriend I, I did this. I'm like, please don't. It's not no, going to no, make no. her very happy. I'm they sorry. That sounds amazing. Yeah. A hamburger made on a waffle grill? <laughs> oh, I think man. that could be a million-dollar idea. You know, I was just thinking about it. You get individual, like, little uh, pockets for the ketchup yeah, and no. mustard and, like, you know, like a waffle pot, like a waffle indentation, and I that's where the condiments go. Are you able to cook through in this waffle grill? Because, honestly, oh. I think you might have just invented the greatest new hamburger. <laughs> I mean, he said, he said it was cooked through, but yeah, my girlfriend was mortified when Maybe she he's told a... him, even though I told her him not to tell her. 
He might be a genius. Though. What other things is, <laughs> you know, is, is he one of those guys who just comes up with unusual things? Yeah, he's a little outside the box. I would say so. Get him on the line. <laughs> I mean, I, I could do your call, but no, yeah, it was it was that was a Christmas situation where maybe just giving the person whatever they wanted may have been better. <laughs> kind of along those lines, have you guys ever had a George Foreman grill? Oh, yeah. I think in your twenties, everyone's tempted by the George Foreman grill. I, yeah. I had several iterations of the George Foreman grill. I had the <laughs> kind from my dorm room when I was in college. I had yeah, yeah, yeah. the adult one, which was like a little bit bigger. That's that stood right on the counter. Yeah. I, it's so good in theory. It's one of those things, like a dustbuster. It's so good in theory, but it seems to only work for a certain amount of time. Am I wrong? Like you either grow out of it or it gets disgusting. That's what happened to my George Foreman. <laughs> well, we eventually upgraded to just like a griddle top. But yes, I mean, I definitely use the Foreman all the time. Wait, and you, what's a griddle top? Like uh, on top of the stove, you know, or it has like the flat, um, like you know, you cook it. You mean like a stove? Yeah, like a stove. <laughs> yes, sir, a stove. <laughs> Thanks. I couldn't find the word. Yeah. No, like, a, anyway. All right. So everyone's cool with me getting a dustbuster. I'm glad to know Definitely. that I'm not lame in this room. I'll go with me. <laughs> QEJ. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right. We, can we do the transfer portal? Let's just, let's do it. Let's hit it. Time to check on the transfer portal. Go ahead and jump in the portal. Thank you, Dion. Uh, the latest to enter the transfer portal is Grayson McCall, Proloff, yeah. someone you've admired for a long time from Coastal Carolina. Biggest mistake in the history of the draft was not going pro after that dream Coastal Carolina season. <laughs> Uh, Coastal Carolina made it to the top 10. I think they beat BYU with Zach Wilson that year, Yeah, they beat two top 25 teams. This is Coastal Carolina. They are not a big school. And he was all set. He was the star quarterback, and he came back this year and got hurt. It was just bad. Yeah, I I thought he was a borderline pro prospect. We'll see what happens now. Uh, But he's got two years, Maggie. I think everybody has more years because of COVID. I think he got the COVID year, too. So I, I'm pretty sure he has two years. So he'll have basically five college seasons. And he's going to, two years from now, we're going to have a draft. And next year, where teams are going to be looking at these 24, 25, 26-year-olds because of the pandemic. And it's going to be bizarre. Like, what are they going to make of them? They're going to have seven years of film to look at. <laughs> Can't miss on those guys. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Coming up, what did Jerry Jones have to say about Dak's interceptions on Sunday? We'll get to that in just a minute. Don't move. More Maggie and Proloff straight ahead. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.